Hello world, I'm Greg Patton. News, information, and comment. All kinds of stuff right after this. You know, for the Christians, one of the greatest entrances into your life from the demon world has to do with the area of pride. God hates it. We talk about it in our new book. Pride is dangerous because it hinders your communication with Almighty God, and it's Something that scripture clearly states that the Lord hates there, Proverbs 6.16 and uh, 8.13 and 16.5, all in the book of Proverbs. So if there is pride in your life, give no place to the devil. Don't give him any ground. Don't be ignorant of his devices. You know, if you have that in your life, pride, God wants you to remove it today. Be a good weekend. He might allow you to experience failure as a means to get there. That's what happened to Israel in Joshua chapter 7. The new nation had won a mighty, mighty victory in Jericho, and they became proud, considering themselves invulnerable. They became disobedient to the one who had really delivered them. In arrogance, a soldier named Achan ignored God's instruction concerning spoils in the battle of Jericho. You know how that went. Hey, if disappointment today leads to great success tomorrow, isn't a setback worth it? Let me repeat that. If a disappointment today leads to greater success tomorrow and glorifies God, isn't it worth it? The next time you experience failure, observe how you respond to it. Do you throw your hands up in frustration? Do you struggle with inadequacy? Notice your feelings and then ask God, what do you want me to know through all of this? That's a good thought today. What in the world is going on. Horrible times in the new America, a flood of evil. A New Hampshire woman sent her husband a message just minutes before her teen brother-in-law allegedly shot her and her two young children to death. Prosecutors revealed 25-year-old Cassandra Sweeney's final words to her husband, Sean, in court papers that were filed last week about the August 3rd triple murder in Northfield, the couple exchanged Snapchat videos and messages, including their young sons, Benjamin Four and 23-month-old Mason. I hope they make you laugh, she wrote at 1049 in the morning that day, which investigators believe was her final message to Sean. Ten minutes later, she and the boys were dead from single gunshot wounds to the head. The details were in a motion filed by the New Hampshire State Attorney's Office asking that the 17-year-old accused killer, Eric Sweeney, continue to be held without bond. Just a, an awful story. The world, your world, filled with awful stories. Aren't you glad you're saved today, my friend? More and more every day, I certainly am grateful for what God has done in my life. You need Jesus Christ in these times. A Palestinian who was heralded as really the hero, the comparison to Rosa Parks by the liberal left-leaning loonies here after she assaulted an Israeli Defense Force soldier in a village in the West Bank arrested on Monday by the IDF for allegedly inciting terrorism and calling for people to drink the blood of Jews. Demons, lots of demons. The IDF has carried out substantial numbers of counterterrorism activities since October the 7th and has apprehended hundreds of suspects. Overnight, the IDF carried out activity to apprehend individuals suspected of involvement in terrorist activity and incitement 
like this nutcase. So yesterday we talked about the goal for Israel and we talked about the Republican presidential debate. Everybody's saying you must wipe out Hamas. Oh yeah, every last one. But Hamas has other plans. They want a perpetual nonstop war. There have been a number of plans and suggestions over the years to meet the demands of the Palestinians there in the Middle East with a two-state solution, one Jewish another for Palestinians, but they've rejected each time that proposal by Palestinians who instead have been turning to terrorism. We don't want to talk about it anymore. It now appears that that really is their goal after all. As members of the Hamas terrorist organization, which is the official government of the Gaza Strip after an election many years ago and then the cancellation of all elections ever since, According to a report on Fox News, terror organization members say they want that war with Israel to become permanent on every border. You imagine. There's conflict there now because of the terror attack by Hamas on Israeli citizens on October the 7th. Left at least 1,400 dead, thousands hurt, several hundred kidnapped. Perpetual war, eh? And a new analysis of this vicious atrocity-filled attack on Israel points out that while there's a lack of direct evidence of involvement by Russia, the circumstances suggest that they probably were involved. In any event, the analysis says Russia likely has been pleased with all of the violence in the Middle East. Israel and their program now responding, a methodical strategy to hunt down and eliminate all Hamas militants. The analysis from the Middle East Media Research Institute said one Hamas leader boasted that Russian officials told him Hamas's attack would be taught in military academies there. Oh, I suppose. An alleged campaign finance violation could ensnare Secretary of State Anthony Blinken and 51, count them, 51 former senior intelligence officials who asserted without any evidence in 2020 that the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation. America's First Legal, that's a conservative organization run by uh, former Donald Trump White House aide Stephen Miller, filed a complaint with the FEC in late October alleging a coordinated communication and an unreported in-kind contribution to the Joe Biden presidential campaign and related entities in violation of federal law. Really, Joe and the team broke the law? Imagine that. The evidence suggests that the respondents failed to disclose coordinated expenditures constituting in-kind donations with respect to the infamous Letter of 51, as it's being called. Yep, it's the world in which you and I live, and we don't know from minute to second to second what's really going on in this country. Well, okay, about to take down the straw, the corn stalks, all of those pumpkins, and oh, wait a minute, what have I done? I'm destroying the world? A new report out from CNN is explaining how that pumpkin. Uh, turned it, well, for many people, a jack-o'-lantern, we just put the pumpkins. Uh, it's a major threat to the very future of the world. We're, are we in Moronville? Yep, somehow I slipped over here this morning. 
After all, this thing, this pumpkin, has the ability to take water during its growing cycle. Oh, no. You take it on a trip to the landfill, and there it disappears forever. And don't even think about all the methane gas that's produced in those landfills, causing global warming and the destruction of the world. How are we going to get rid of pumpkins? The report claims it's a major threat to water supplies because pumpkins grow with water. And when those water-containing pumpkins are put into a landfill, we never get the water back. What in the world are these people talking about? Further, the decompensation of Pumpkins causes methane gas, and everyone knows that's a harbinger for the end times because of global warming destroying everything. Okay, uh, get, grab my gun over there. The report explains these innocuous pumpkins could be an environmental nightmare in the days ahead. After more than a billion pounds get grown every year, and millions head to the landfills. Pumpkins are, like us, 90% water. And that water gets trapped in the light, and you never, ever get it back. A further sign of the end through global warming. I declare, they are all nuts. Do you like crowds, do you? Do you feel crowded now? The human species has topped 8 billion people now, with longer lifespans offsetting fewer births, but... World population growth continues a long-term trend of really slowing down, according to the Census Bureau in a report out yesterday. They estimate the global population exceeded the threshold September the 26th, the precise date the agency said to take with a grain of salt. The United Nations estimated the number was passed 10 months earlier last year. Eight billion people on the face of the earth. The discrepancy is due to countries counting people differently or not at all. While world population growth remains brisk, growing from 6 billion to 8 billion since the turn of the millennium, the rate has slowed since doubling between 1960 and the year 2000. Now you know. 8 billion people. What else is happening? He's not going to run, really? Senator Joe Manchin not going to run for re-election in 24. The moderate Democrat from West Virginia made his intentions known in a video posted on X yesterday. Instead of running for a fourth term, the 76-year-old said he's going to travel the USA to see if there's an interest in oh, creating a movement to mobilize the middle and bring Americans together and maybe have a third-party run for president. Of the Oh, I betcha he's going to do that. What do you think? What else is happening? I think I'll put this one on my uh, Christmas shopping list here. Humane. Humane. It's a startup founded by two former Apple designers, and they launched their first product yesterday. It's an artificial intelligence lapel pin that costs $700 and is meant to replace your smartphone. Okay. J.P. Morgan is testing an AI app now that can generate earnings summaries for every company that it tracks AI. You don't really have to think anymore. You just plug stuff into this thing and it does it for you. This can't be good. In health news, you hear it all the time. Eat more fish. Eat lots. I like fish. Just found a recipe last night that I think I'm going to make. You know, all fish are not created equal. 
Some are good and some are not so good. Uh, the omega-3, the fatty acids, which is so good for you, they say, boy, you need to buy the number one fish, salmon. Among the best choices of fish when it comes to healthy dining. It's kind of expensive, too. Do they have a fake salmon that I could? I don't know. Anyway, they say salmon. That's one of the best things. I like it. Yeah, I always have. Oysters. Oh, love oysters. All the way back to when I was a kid, I hated Dad's oyster dressing. But, uh, yeah, I like oysters now. And sardines. Oh, get those sardines. They have a unique nutritional profile because they are rich in calcium, which helps bone health and, and your heart to beat regularly, and you kind of like that to happen. Halibut's pretty good, too. I'm getting hungry here doing this. Okay, lay it on me. What's the worst thing there? Soul, S-O-L-E, has a high risk for contaminants. Stay away from soul. It's low in omega-3, potassium, and other heart-healthy nutrients. And uh, farm tilapia, with a lot of that in the store. You might want to steer clear of that farm stuff, which contains high levels of contaminants and antibiotics and omega-6, which is, they say, not good for you. And orange roughy. And pink and yellow and all that. No, orange roughy. The fish is best to avoid. Why is that? Has a long lifespan meaning it often picks up so many contaminants, including high levels of mercury. And don't get any shark either. And this one kind of surprises me. A 50-50 rating here for tuna. Rich in vitamins B6 and B12. However, a great source of anti-inflammatory omega-3, it is not. And contains high levels of mercury. I just thought I'd give you a little health food tip there today. <laughs> I think I'm going to go for chicken now. And finally, who said that? Who did that? Somebody saw this at uh, Walmart. Yellow bananas, 59 cents. Boneless. <laughs> I think it's Foghorn Leghorn, the cartoon rooster. Boy, I say boy, this country needs a good whipping. If you import the third world, you become the third world. Clever. Someone thought this one up. The oldest computer gets traced all the way back to Adam and Eve. It was an apple, but with extremely limited memory. Just one bite, and then everything crashed. Oh, why not? Hey, where's my Bible? Life 101, right after this. Well, I got a great message from out in Kansas yesterday talking about The Invisible War of the Saints, the new book. He says it's an incredible book. Well done, as Jesus will tell you in the days ahead. I have to tell you, you are a humble man, really. I've read so many, Bubeck and uh, Fred Dickerson, Demon Possession of the Christians. This is as good as anything out there. I know the demonic world loves to frustrate me in my reading, so I read through, found an error or two in your book, and I know when it was done, it was probably 100% correct. I warned people, my goodness, when they did some proofreading, about 50% of the verses were wrong. Is that possible in the book? They corrected them, and now there's some that are still wrong, I guess. So, yeah, the enemy just hates a book like this. 
I'm being blessed by reading your book, my brother. I appreciate all of your work, all of your examples, all the scripture that you use in this book. Thank you for writing Invisible War on the Saints. It's going to be such a help to people. Got your copy yet? InvisibleWarOnTheSaints.com. And coming soon, the new America, Flood of Evil. God is just blessing in a special way. Thank you for being there. Thank you for your prayers. Well, let's talk about living our faith today and in trusting and transformation of your life. How much Bible are you reading? How much do you know about the Bible? If you were to have a general quiz today, how do you think you would do, my friend? You know, it's easy to say that you believe in God. You'd be amazed how many people say, oh, I believe in God. Do a little survey in the neighborhood and find out that uh, everybody believes in God. Do you really? Even at times when our heart remains far from God, you still believe in him, right? You're still living the faith to some degree, right? That's a factor of the human condition there, not something to punish yourself over. I mean, when you maybe backslide or get away from God for a while, you're not reading your Bible, you're not praying, you're not witnessing. You know, it's wise to be honest with yourself and be honest with God about where you are in your relationship with him today. Are you hot? Are you cold? Are you lukewarm, a Laodicean attitude? It's the best way to move forward in your life and fully experience well, the peace and the joy and the happiness that can come from knowing God. John 10.10 10 said, God, no, he came to give you life. He came to give you an abundant life. You know, toward that end, it's helpful to remember some simple, basic elements of our faith. And yet, as I say that, I'm thinking, you know, these points that I've scribbled down here, it really is more than just simple and basic. Some of the true things of your faith are actually very profound. I mean, they are transformational realities in your life, not, not just good stuff to be thinking about or correct thoughts that we believe in. As believers, we believe with our whole being, and we grow in faith by regularly including these activities into our routine. What kind of activities? Have you thought about Bible memorization? I've been reading a lot about Jordan Peterson, and he's got a brilliant mind, and he just recalls thing after thing. And, and I was doing another study today, and his technique is not so much intelligence, although he is a brilliant mind with a high IQ. He's a clinical psychologist from Canada, and everybody's reading him for some reason right now. But uh, association, memory association— He's able to remember everything through association, taking something you know, tying it to something that you want to learn. You can do that in the Bible very easily. You can become a Bible expert, really, in no time at all, with Bible memorization and the association program. If you need to know more about that, be glad to help you. We've used Harry Lorraine and Jerry Lucas program for, for years. But anyway, a part of that is getting into the Bible. You got to do it every day. And then talking to God about a number of things, certainly prayer, but just discussing things with him in your life. I believe he loves that. And you show your love to him by doing that. And then oftentimes just shutting up, sit down very quietly and listen to the Holy Spirit talk to you. I've never heard anything verbally, but in my mind, oh, it's fantastic, my friend. Uh, peace comes that passeth all understanding. 
reviewing your core beliefs. Again, back to that memory thing. Do you know what your core beliefs are? Do you know what the principles are of what you believe? I was listening again to Jordan Peterson just yesterday, and he talked about uh, Christians and uh, their ideas of life. And when they get challenged by the left-leaning loonies, they look like a person deer in headlights. Why? Because some things you just assume. Why do you believe that marriage is between a man and a woman? Well, Bible, but beyond that, if you get challenged, unless you're ready to explain your position in a number of areas, you can really stand there looking dumbfounded. I'm, I'm guilty of that. And, and the problem is, is we just believed this for hundreds of years, for pity, whatever it might be. And all of a sudden you're challenged as we are today on every front in the new America. You can't explain some of the things that you believe. And yet you should be able to defend why you believe what you believe. Sure. And that fellowshipping thing, I talk about that all the time. You're known by the people you hang around. And you know, your life, this is a, I don't remember who first said this, but you are what you were five years ago with the exception of the books you've read and the people you've met. I want to hang around people, all kinds of people, and I do. It's one of the beauties of getting out speaking and going around the country and with Southwest Radio Church. I meet some really neat people and hear some fantastic stories, and I plug them in all the time on Hello World and in my teaching so important. So you're talking to God, you're sitting and listening to God, you're reading your Bible, you're reviewing your core beliefs, you're fellowshipping with other believers, which is vital. You're worshiping, of course, the family that prays together, the family that goes to church together, not forsaking yourself. It's all valuable, continues to add strength to what you have in Jesus Christ. The walk of faith doesn't need to be any more complicated than that. Is it simple? Yeah. Is it complicated? Yeah. Whether you've known Jesus Christ for days or weeks or maybe decades, you need to find a healthy rhythm of doing certain things without worrying about how you're going to perform this or that. And you're going to see how rich and simple your faith truly is. I love being saved. I love being a Christian. I love following God. Satan hates it, of course. And that makes it all the more exciting. Are you saved today? How'd you get saved? Where was it? When was it? I think that's just kind of important. Satan comes knocking on your door now and then say, ah, you're not really a Christian. Oh, I am. My life changed forever. December 31st, 1973 in that little Baptist church. Went into the new year of 74, a new creature in Christ. And it has been one exciting adventure after another. I pray you're saved today. If not, do it. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Just God, forgive me of my sins. Accept Christ as your Savior. Do it this Friday. And finally, I'm just reading all these nice comments about our book. You know what? They say such nice things about you when you're dead, too, like at your funeral. That's why I'm not having one. <laughs> the whole thing makes me so sad to realize I'm going to miss all of this by just a few short days. 
<laughs> I'm ready to see Jesus. How about you, my friend? You've been listening to Hello World all of this week, I trust, and you're telling others about the broadcast. You're praying for us. You're supporting us. You're buying the books. Thank you very much. You need to know more about Greg Patton Ministries, go to gregpatton.com. You want to hear programs the last few years? I love it. You want to be with me on Facebook? I love that even more. Greg, G-R-E-G, Patton, P-A-T-T-E-N. And that's it for a Friday. That's the way it is. Friday, November the 10th, 2023. I am Greg Patton. God bless. Have a great day and a better weekend.